Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye, Donald. Goodbye, Donald. Goodbye, Donald. You're going to leave us now. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio Talk from the Left That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. If you are a member of Blog Talk Radio, which is free to sign up, uh, you can also join us in the chat room like the first Liberal Dan Radio Patreon Demonox, who is in the chat room right now. And uh, welcome to the chat. Thank you for joining us on the show. And you also can join in the chat room as well. If you want to let, let, leave your questions there and I'll respond to them as I see them or get to them. Uh, sometimes I'm not the best at responding to the chats immediately live as I learned on a uh, live stream I did for nerdydan.com the other day. I completely missed somebody showing up and making comments in my live stream. And I was like, nope. But Anyway, and if you're listening after the live broadcast, you could always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff uh, in store to talk about uh, today. Uh, I do have an announcement. I'm, not, I'm fairly certain that my next parody for um, that's Hamilton-based is going to be coming uh, from my nerdydan.com uh, YouTube channel and not on the Liberal Dan one, though I will add it to my parody playlist on, liberal, on the liberaldan.com on YouTube uh, list as well because it is one of my parodies. And I will obviously post it uh, to all of the places that you might find, both nerdydan.com and liberaldan.com. That should be finished at some point tomorrow, I'd like to say, hopefully, because it is the first night of Hanukkah tomorrow, and I did uh, post on my Facebook page that it would be a Hanukkah miracle if I did get my song written, produced, and uh, put out there on YouTube in eight days. And lo and behold, guess what? That song should be available. I'm waiting to see whether or not uh, one family who participated in the Hamilton parody uh, with the background music is going to be able to submit their portion, or if I'm just doing three versions of uh, or three, three people in the background with my uh, Hanukkah parody. So it is whatever it winds up being. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, so watch for that. Um, however, regardless of where that one goes, which is most likely on nerdydan.com YouTube channel, um, I'm also going to be doing another one uh, that is going to be uh, on Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, and it's going to be the, I guess, sequel of You'll Be Back, uh, because in Hamilton, afterwards, there's What Comes Next. 
So we're going to have to do what comes next. And I'm going to shoot to have that made available once the electoral college meets. And so that should be the uh, end of any real discussions, but I'm sure Donald Trump's going to keep finding ways to continue his coup, but, or his attempt at a coup, so to speak. But when Donald Trump got rejected by the Supreme, his Supreme court that he installed the ninth person, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett, justice Barrett. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that court basically told him, no, you, you don't have any reason here. There's the, I guess the hail Mary approach that's being done by the uh, attorneys general of several Republican States trying to overturn several States worth of, results to try and force the issue into Congress. So now what happens? Does, does, is, what, what happens? This is what they want to have happen, is they want the Supreme Court to say all of these electoral college votes from all of these states that Biden won, that Trump believes that he should have won, will just not be counted. So there's no electoral vote. So you both candidates would be below 270, at which point the House of Representatives would have to pick the next president. Uh, and you don't vote based on the size, you know, you don't get every person doesn't get a vote. Everybody in a delegation votes and you have one vote for state and you would then have Donald Trump be president 26 to 24. That's their intent. That's what they want to have happen. Um, I, I don't think that the Supreme court, if they're consistent with standing, uh, basically the ability of standing basically for layman is the ability of somebody to, bring a case like you have to prove that you're somehow harmed in this to, to justify standing. And, and I've been critical of how the Supreme court interprets standing in this program for years. Uh, I believe that, that there are some things that should not, that sh- you should be able to bring a case to, to say that your government is doing something harmful, even if it's or bad, even if you can't show direct harm to you. If you, if you believe the government doesn't have the authority to do something, you should be able to bring a lawsuit uh, to challenge that government's action, even if that gar- gar- action isn't specifically harming you in general or specifically. Um, but that being said, uh, the history of, of jurisprudence that revolves around who has standing, who doesn't have standing, um, would have to be extremely overturned, I believe, in order for this attorney I think the attorney general of Texas brought it, uh, the attorneys general of several other states, including Louisiana, even though Louisiana has a Democratic governor, we have a Republican attorney general who is as bad as you would think he would be. Uh, he did include and put, put on his uh, or add his, I guess, entry or whatever as an amicus brief or his opinion, I guess, as an amicus brief to uh, this Supreme Court case in order to try and get them to, you know, with their Hail Mary, uh, to be able to get this coup accomplished, despite the fact that they failed miserably in their attempts to to commit a coup by rigging the post office and making sure that absentee ballots aren't, aren't received on time in Democratic areas, like in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania in general, in Atlanta, Georgia, now, I talked about that, and I talked about that on the GOP coup uh, series uh, that's on YouTube. And because of the, you know, the actions that have – I've been wondering whether when to pull the trigger on making a fifth coup video. I, I think 
because the attorneys general of several states have joined in with this tech, silly Texas lawsuit, um, I, I, don't, I, I think that it may be the right time to do that video um, and then maybe a sixth one, depending on what the results of that are and what else happens. Because even though the Republican Party as of yet has managed to, you know, to bumble and lose this election, um, even though that happened, the Republicans did make gains in state legislatures. The Republicans still maintain their hold on many state legislatures uh, because of gerrymandering, because of many of the issues discussed in the GOP coup series. So these issues are not going away just because Joe Biden managed to pull off a victory. And the obstruction of the GOP is going to continue unless uh, the candidates in Georgia can manage to both win and, and get the. And look, I, I'm not holding my breath on it. I, I, I'm concerned that Georgia, how could, how could that happen in Georgia multiple times? Uh, how could Georgia, could Georgia really be that flippable? I mean, I talked about it in one of those GOP coup videos, but I don't know at the end of the day if they're going to be able to get the turnout. Uh, there we, we, had the, we had the guest on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about how the uh, system in Georgia uh, was showing that people who were registered to vote were not registered to vote. Um, supposedly, that was just a bug in the system that reported the information to, <coughs> excuse me, the individuals. And then in reality, those people were still registered to vote, but still problematic and concerning uh, that, you know, it was so only certain people, mostly black women, who were reporting that they were having these issues um, they were having these issues going on and they weren't able to, um, they weren't able to, uh, fix it or, or, or be able to re- understand why it's only happening to those people, which is, you know, crappy, but not to be surprised because it's Georgia and Georgia is notoriously terrible for voter disenfranchisement, especially of minorities as we saw during the 2018 elections uh, where Stacey Abrams got that election stolen from her because Kemp was the secretary of state and was able to rig the election in his benefit by purging many people off the rolls, at least 70,000 of whom were not rightly purged because they, they just went back and re and re-registered and they were able to get re-registered, but they shouldn't have had to do that. They shouldn't have had to jump through the soups. And furthermore, as I've said in the GOP coup video series, you had individuals um, who were who replied and registered to vote, but had their applications held because of their strict policies on you needed quote exact matches in order to register properly. Um, and that exact match was overturned initially when it was just department policy, but then it was later codified into law, so it thus enabling him to continue with this exact match policy. Um, my signature is never the same. You know, I, I can sign one way, I can sign another way. My, my, my signature is chicken scratch. So the idea that you have to have an exact match on your signature is absurd. Um, let's go ahead and take our first commercial break. Uh, come back and take your calls as well. If you want to join the show, it's area code 914-803-4131. Then I see you, caller. We'll come back to you after the break. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. 
world gone mad. One progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things. Political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts You'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, First Hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to put some money away for holiday gifts or just create a separate account to save money for a rainy day? Do you want to get a savings bonus every month for money deposited? Do you want the chance to earn up to $10 million simply by depositing money into an FDIC-insured bank? Then open a Yada account and use code LIBERALDAN, make a deposit, and you can get 100 free tickets for next week's jackpot. Each deposit can earn you extra tickets as well. And I've made it easy for you. Just go to yada.liberaldan.com and sign up. That's Y-O-T-T-A. Dot liberaldan.com And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Again, this is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-80341. And uh, we do have not just in the chat room, but now on the phone lines. Uh, the host of The World According to Knox and the first Liberal Dan Radio Patreon. It is 
the one and only Demonox. Welcome on the show. Man, look, I was slightly off on what I uh, what I called. Apparently, K Bear just retweeted, but it was somebody that she knows that was purged from the voters. Thought it was from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. It was. I thought it was okay. her. Sometimes when you see something on Twitter, it you know it says it as if they say it, but then you go into right. it. No, she's uh, she's tweeting something. Somebody she knows, but still, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, look, again, if, if everybody not knowing, is this individual in Georgia who was purged from the voting rolls as being deceased, and apparently, apparently not deceased, so apparently alive and well. Um, do you happen to know if this person is a white person or not? Um, well, they don't necessarily say on their profile. Uh, it is uh, they. Um, let me see if they say. Born blah blah blah. Because I'm going to say odds are they don't look super super pasty like me, but they they do have a bit of a tan ish, darkish uh, complexion. I would not like to make an assumption, but there you go. Uh, I'm going to say safe to bet they're not pasty white. So yeah, fair enough. Because you know uh, Georgia is is just notorious for being ridiculous when it comes to um, you know not allowing people who are not white to vote. As I said in my video series, uh, uh, the, the, the Republican Party wants the electorate to be as old and as white as possible because that's the best for them. Although uh, Joe Biden did seem to do better with the older and white white folks than uh, Hillary Clinton did and perhaps others may have done. Who knows what, what might have happened on earth too with other candidates going forward. But um, that still tends to benefit the Republicans more is to make the electorate older and whiter and making turnout much less, um, which is why they don't want to count votes. This is why they fight things like um, mail-in voting. And, you know, I have, I have a show that I listen to sometimes down here in New Orleans, and it's a con- conservative show. And uh, the host there is always like, well, you should vote on election day, and that should be it. There should be no early voting unless you absolutely cannot make it to the polls on that day and you should have to prove that you can't make it on that day. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I mean, well, why can't we just restrict yeah, it so to an it hour? Then? Yeah. Well, make it up. Well, even on the holiday, there are people who have to work on holidays, like well, yeah, nurses exactly. and waiters and people who work in other businesses that just don't get off on holidays. I mean, as a Jewish person, I've worked many a Christmas and not have not complaining about it because, it wasn't my holiday, so I was more than happy to work so that other people could spend time with their families, but the business had to be done. So it's, you know, we, we I'm all, you know, I think we would both agree. We're like, make an election month, you know, where you could show up any day of the month and go vote and be like, here you go. Here's my ballot. You know, I want to cast a ballot and there you go and make it easy for people. And I'm all for making sure that everybody casting a ballot is legitimate. I just, you know, the problem, as I've just, again, in my GOPQ series, is that all these whole so-called voter ID laws contain other provisions uh, in those laws that have nothing to do with the requirement to prove who you are to vote and have everything to do with making sure that certain people don't vote. So do you I want to continue? Say, we can talk about terrible. other things, you know. I'm more oh, than okay. happy to have you on, you know, dis- discussing all the things. I could just leave you on, and if you want to chime in on anything I'm talking about, let's just do that. We'll form... We'll form two-thirds of Ultron at this point, and if, uh, if uh, okay. Nimbus Yost decides that he wants to call in and, and fully form Voltron, we'll, 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 we'll be the unofficial first formation of Voltron. So anyway, uh, yeah. um, so 
what was I going to the, the title of today's episode is coming to terms with activism. And just to give a little history on that, it's a idea that I had for title of a video series where, you know, you, you hear, you know, you hear these terms that are, that are used um, by activists and, and they have, you know, long before like, quote, defund the police long before that, you know, you hear things like the patriarchy and toxic masculinity and mass fragile masculinity and intersectionalism. I don't know if I've mentioned the patriarchy. I might've said that already. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but you know, you have these words and uh, these terms, so to speak. And, you know, I've seen, you know, lot, usually it's, you know, your cisgender straight white men who will be like, that's ridiculous. I, you know, you shouldn't use that. Or why are you using those? You know, why are you saying those things? And, um, and, and I've done it in the past. I've, I've had my issues with certain use of words. Um, I'd like to think I've evolved on these issues and, um, you know, basically, you know, I wanted to focus these videos at, you know, not just cisgender, straight white men, uh, who, who might've had these issues, although they check all the privilege boxes. Um, but at anybody who might've heard these terms and, and think to themselves, well, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'm reacting to it badly. And, uh, I, I redid the intro because I, I only did two videos on this in the past, because in the past I was having some severe video issues where I would record my video and the audio and the video were just completely out of sync, just miserable to the point where it was just, I couldn't stand watching it. So I stopped making the videos cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to put out something that I viewed was subpar, but now I believe my video situation is, is increasingly improved better computer, better webcam, uh, more processor, more memory, all that good stuff. I think even writing to a solid state drive, which might also help uh, the issues. So I decided, let me go ahead and redo these first two videos. Uh, and then I finished the first one yesterday. I'm probably going to do the second one today um, after the show um, and post that back on YouTube. And then from there, uh, go and add on some additional issues like um, you know, make one privilege 101, you know, just talking about the general idea of privilege anyway, uh, touch on some of the issues that John Scalzi, uh, the author, uh, he had a great post on privilege, uh, describing it in sort of video game terms. And I kind of expand on his uh, arguments that he makes, uh, adding a little bit more into it. Um, you know, that, that, that would be more the privilege 101 type class and privilege like the senior level college privilege 400 level class would be on intersectionality and how that works. Because if you don't grasp privilege, you're definitely not ready uh, for the ideas of intersectionality and understanding what that is. Um, but toxic masculinity, the patriarchy, rape culture. Um, and if you are a liberal Dan Patreon, uh, you will have the ability to add more ideas in the uh, days and weeks and months to come. I'm going to open up a thread over on the Patreon and say, what else would you like to see in this video series? And I will take the suggestions of the individuals. And, and so the best way to, to help join that is to join the Patreon. $3 a month, minimally, uh, 5 10 more, uh, depending on what you want. And of course, there's also the, the sponsorship levels, the uh, commercial levels where you can sponsor bits, you can sponsor all this other stuff. And, you know, hey, I'll, you'll have other abilities to add in. There's also going to be, or there is, 
a Liberal Dan radio um, Discord server as well, and we'll be looking to utilize that on top of everything else to uh, to keep everybody who wants to be kept informed of the show and hopefully use that to spread the show, uh, get more subscribers to the YouTube channel, get, you know, so I can turn that into something that will help the show grow as well. Um, so that's the yeah, whole. I can't. Uh, I, I can't. I can't do video. I, I also have a bit of a technical problem. Um, it, it, it's. I'm too pretty for video. I don't, is that the problem <laughs> you're having? Uh, that may have very well <laughs> been uh, the problem back then. So maybe I just got ugly. I don't know. Maybe. Ma- yeah, ma- well, maybe the camera. Be- Sometimes they just can't handle it. I know. I mean, may, I, I have added some facial hair during the pandemic, so I have a full beard now instead of a goatee. Maybe the more coverage on my face is helping uh, the camera just be a little confused on the uh, on the. Although I, I will say that the, but there is a significant number of my wife's friends who have made comments about how good I look with the beard. So I don't know how I should take that. But I will say the last four years has definitely aged everyone quite a lot. Yeah. It has been a very long twelve decades since 2016. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This has been a very the last four years has been definitely a very long decade. Absolutely. Um, so what else are we talking about? We got, you know, I don't know what I can do, you know, to, to help in any way with the Georgia Senate runoff. I mean, I know people in Georgia and all the people I know in Georgia are already going to be voting for the Democratic candidates. Um, I don't know what reach Liberal Day and Radio has in Georgia in order to encourage people or affect that in any way, but the best thing that if, if anybody in the Liberal Day and Radio audience knows people in Georgia and wants to stop this obstruction, because that's what's going on. We've had, you know, as much as people want to criticize Pelosi, and, and I don't like everything that was thrown into bills. I, I think I, I prefer bills to be more clean. And if there are probably things in these bills that don't need to be there, we could just talk about the issues. Of course, a lot of the times when you throw things into a bill, you throw them into a bill to be like, okay, well, we can take those now things out. So you can't necessarily negotiating 101 would say that when you want to, when you present a bill, you don't present the bill you want. You present the bill that you that you're okay cutting things to get things that you want. It, it's why I don't think the Affordable Care Act, for example, should have started where it did. I think it should have started more to the left, and then if you had to negotiate to bring stuff down to bring some people on board, fine. Um, but you, you start if you're a liberal or if you're left wing or yes, whatever you want. There was a much more progressive Affordable Care Act um, that Obama tried to get passed originally, but it was it was cut down. So that's that's why they brought forward the more heavily right. well, that, edited version. But then they even decimated even more because right. you and know that, and we that, can't I'm have probably nice not things. remembering that. Probably not remembering the even more progressive one simply because of the fact that it was so cut down and 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 yeah you know butchered it did stuff that it needed to do but it didn't do other stuff that it needed to do and that's the problem that's the ultimately the problem with it but you know i i can't justify going back to rescission and pre-existing condition clauses on it uh but maybe yeah. you know i think there was something uh in um in the bill for like decriminalization of marijuana which is something you know i don't i don't support just decriminalization of i'm just of, of marijuana just legalize it you know, even tax it if you will, if you will. But you know, the idea of you know 
decriminalization is a good start, but it doesn't necessarily need to be in a bill pertaining to the COVID pandemic, unless somebody could make an argument that re- maintaining the criminal status of marijuana is somehow perpetuating the pandemic more than if we just would stop it, Ooh, which it can. Um, by locking so people where up I in am, prison. Which is, yeah, where I am in Western Mass, which is like really hippy-dippy and weird, but there are some cities and there's a decent amount of racism. So as much as everybody is earthy, hippy, crunchy, and lovey, oh. there is deep-seated racism out here. It's, it's bizarre. Yes, I've, I've, um, I've discussed the Massachusetts racist before on this program. I, I think it was a long time ago. It's like you know, people are like, well, will Massachusetts vote for a bet? This was probably back in 2008 when I was discussing this. I might not even have the show back then. I don't know. But the Massachusetts racist is like, you know, I'll work with somebody who's black and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll uh, have no problem having a beer with somebody who's black, but don't let them date my daughter. Like that, that's the kind of yeah. racism that Massachusetts has. Or, but uh, I'm sure. In Western Mass, it's very, very, very progressive when it tra- comes to terms of LGBTQ rights. Uh, Northampton is considered basically like the new P-Town. Um, it's great. There's Rainbow Crossroads. And as a professor of African studies once told me back when I was working at a staple, uh, Amherst is great. You can be any gender, orientation, sexuality, whatever it is. Just don't be black at the same time because then you're not accepted. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's messed up. But uh, so out here, the the jails in Chicopee were getting too full because, well, cops got a cop. So they've been arresting people for possession charges in the middle of COVID. So they had to expand their jails to, I I forget if it was like the empty high schools or something. It was an article I read a few months back. But yeah, they were cramming the jails full of people for pot during a pandemic. And isn't that just telling, like, the the, the problem is, we are having overcrowding in jails because of because of these marijuana arrests during a pandemic, and the solution was not yeah. well. Maybe we could cut back on the arrests on marijuana for a second and deal with the more serious crimes. No, their solution is let's increase the jails. <sighs> yeah, yeah, of course. Why not? You know, cops get a cop. Yeah, exactly. So that that's why when when people talk about you know, defunding the police. And there's, there's various definitions of defunding the police. And that's why you hear that is because police officers do things that they really need not be doing. Like we don't need it. I don't, I mean, I don't know how many people have, you know, or nobody really overdoses on marijuana. It's not that marijuana is a, is a, is a drug that's going to kill you. I mean, the only reason I would think that marijuana might kill me is if I smoked it too much, I might get, too much of the munchies, and then as such, my cholesterol might go through the roof. Um, but or, you know, you I, might walk in front of a car by accident that you wouldn't have walked into if you didn't have the munchies at 3 a.m. Perhaps, yeah. But, but there's no overdosing yeah. on, 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 on marijuana in and of itself. You probably, you know, you might get too hot. You probably get so high that you, that you can't ingest in whatever form that you're ingesting it in. Um, so you'll stop well before any, anything like that happens. I mean, maybe you're smoking a, a joint or something and you, uh, and, and you don't put it out and you burn your house down and that could potentially, uh, cause a problem. I don't think there's but... a person on the planet who could outsmoke Willie Nelson or Snoop. And, uh, I'm pretty sure you would have to outsmoke them like tenfold to even come close to possibly maybe ODing, maybe, Probably. I, I would have to, I'd have to agree with your assertion there. So, um, 
But yeah, you know, probably more people burn down their houses from smoking regular cigarettes than do marijuana cigarettes. So the idea of, you know, well, we have to stop them from smoking marijuana. Well, no, I mean, I'm sure cigarette, regular cigarette smoking is more more risky because more people do it uh, than those other ones. Now, I mean, I had somebody smoking who came in when I was doing rideshare all before the pandemic started, um, probably like two, three years ago now. And there's a festival called Buku Fest down here in New Orleans, and it is very well known for being riddled with drugs. Um, I think somebody at the last one that had climbed up to the roof uh, on one of the rafters and had to be brought down. I think the firemen had to come out. Somebody dived, was high and dived into the Mississippi River, which is never a good idea. Um, but somebody that I picked up, um, after that ride was over, my car just reeked of marijuana, and I had no idea why. I, we rolled down the windows. I just could not get the smell out. Come to find out, the guy dropped half of a blunt in the back seat, like underneath the chair, and it probably continued to smoke Ooh. for a good half hour or so until the, the it finally went out. Unfortunately, it did not burn up my car. But, you know... I, at I least it wasn't it. half a dead fish under the wheel co- uh, wheel hub. Yeah, exactly. What's that from? Yeah. I'm, I'm blanking. What's what's that reference? Oh no, it's just a terrible thing oh. to do is put in like oh, okay. half a dead fish a under somebody's like hubcap. Oh, okay. I thought that was something. That <laughs> I'm sure it was movie. in a movie at some point. Yeah, my like, brain you know, is like full of movies. And, like you know. like sh- like shoving a banana in a tailpipe or something. Like I would know that but one. Basically, but, yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, like, man, where do, we got all the, oh, we were talking about the, the legislation about how they wanted to decriminalize marijuana. And look, I, I'm, all, I'm happy that the Democrats are on board decriminalizing marijuana. Now, the, the federal bill would not have any impact on the states because the states would still be able to criminalize it if they so chose, um, because it wouldn't be in a constitutional amendment. But the federal government could stop their attempts to go after people and could release people who are only in prison simply for possession of, of marijuana and who didn't do any violent things in support of their quote crimes pertaining to marijuana. Um, so we would still have States that would, that would, that would still be able to act. So, so Massachusetts, Western mass might still very well be terrible, uh, even if the federal law passed, but uh, at the end of the day, it would still, make the country better by not focusing on something it really shouldn't need to be focusing on. Um, in fact, I think legalization is better than decriminalization simply because of the fact that you could then go ahead and collect tax revenue from the, from the, from the, uh, from the, from those companies that do sell that, sell the product. And, you know, well, it, it would be, be considered a huge cash crop. Yeah. Yeah. Legal activity. There's lots of other things you could do with marijuana besides smoke it. So there, I think, a lot of, I think there are a lot of plastics that can be made with hemp products. Like you can readily replace a lot of plastics with with the hemp based stuff. And you know, there's there's a lot of other benefits that we could have. Uh, but biodegradable packing material. Great, you could you could you could use it as packing material, and then you could smoke it when when you, after the package arrives, right? It it'd be you know I think people would be willing to pay the extra increase to Amazon Prime next year the inevitable <laughs> increase if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, but yeah, the um, but there's been a bill on that that the the House passed you know with Pelosi you know pushed this bill through the House I think in May and the Mitch, Moscow Mitch 
or Mitchell, as I've been calling him recently, has just sat on that bill and won't do anything about it. He won't, you know, because he doesn't want to help anybody. And, and he continues to not want to help anybody because I think what they're more concerned with is making sure that businesses can't be sued. And uh, the afternoon, I was, had to go driving some places today to go run errands. Um, uh, the minimal amount of errands that I have been doing during the pandemic, but I had to go out. So I got to listen to some of the conservatives talking on the radio and multiple shows, multiple conservative bents actually was one of the shows most of the conservatives in the area would probably call him liberal. Um, they were talking about, you know, tort reform and, you know, the ideas that, you know, we need to, we need to clamp down on these harmful lawsuits that are happening in this country or in this state because it's making things more expensive on, you know, your car insurance is so expensive because of tort reform. Well, you know, look, judges should be able to throw out clear cases that are examples of just absolute, not, not just throughout, you know, there should be, if, if a judge shows that you are absolutely being, um, you know, false, making false statements in order to bring a court case, then you should, your case should be able to throw out, and it likely will be. But there's too much that is put under the whole tort reform umbrella. Um, if you watch the movie Hot Coffee, um, it's not just about the McDonald's case, but they named it after the McDonald's case because the McDonald's case is very well known and very um, widely misunderstood. Um, I still have my problems with it, but um, McDonald's was known and was warned that their coffee was insanely hot into unsafe levels. Um, and uh, they did. All in give... the name of saving a penny, too. Yeah, um, making their, I guess, they, they could have made their cups better insulated to keep the coffee hotter. Instead, they just made it scalding hot. Now, the court did basically say that the woman was partially responsible for her own burns because, you know, don't put a cup of hot coffee in between your legs in a squishable cup, and that was stupid, you know. Uh, but they still assigned, I think, 75% of the blame uh, to McDonald's in and, of, in and of themselves, and everybody yeah. seems to just Realistically, think that. Realistically, if the coffee was at a regular temperature, she would have got maybe some light first degree burns, not third right. degree burns all over her legs. Right. That 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 is a true statement. Now, whether or not you believe that seventy five percent at fault or twenty five percent at fault or somewhere in the middle, that's that's. But clearly, McDonald's had some fault uh, in that case. But there are other cases that are, I think, that are even more important that are discussed in the hot coffee documentary, uh, like issues pertaining to uh, the ability to sue what you can sue for in medical malpractice, uh, medical malpractice, you know, they, 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 certain States cut off caps and they had this guy on and this guy voted for the medical malpractice caps because he believed what they were told. And then he was faced with a medical malpractice lawsuit where he was wrong and they, he was, he could not get full, compensation on the damages that were done because what he voted for stopped him from doing it. He didn't realize the harm that he did and how they protect these businesses. And that, that's all that, that these tort reforms are really about. It's not about stopping greedy people. It's about uh, protecting corporations' bottom line. And so, you know, with, with one of the attempts here and it failed here, they wanted a minute to, I think if you, ha, you have to go, the, the, what triggers the possibility of a jury trial is if you go over 
$50,000, I think, in Louisiana for at least specifically for an automobile accident. Um, so a lot of times you'll have lawyers pushing for like 20 or 30 and then they'll just settle out of court or whatever because you don't have to, you, you're just dealing with the judges and not the juries. They wanted to push that all the way down to $5,000. Now that doesn't stop you from settling, but to me it makes it more Ooh. likely now that the, that the insurance company would be like, okay, sure, let's go to a jury and, and we're going to, we're going to make these arguments in front of the jury. And then we feel that we're going to, uh, we feel that we're going to lose less money by paying our attorneys to fight this in court than we will have to pay to you. And we'll be able to convince these jury people that you're just being greedy and you're not really sick or whatever. Um, fortunately, the people in Louisiana were smart enough to be like, no, you know, we're not going to protect the insurance companies like that. And we're going to maintain it at the moment, but there are still people who are constantly fighting uh, against so-called trial attorneys to, you know, all these bad, nasty people who are bringing lawsuits. And yeah, there are some shifty, shady attorneys out there who will sue their own grandma to get a buck. But there are some shifty, shady attorneys out there protecting insurance companies who are fighting to stop people from getting legitimate compensation. And when you, when you, we basically have conservatives on both ends of the aisle both sides of this issue where one of them, while some conservatives are fighting to, to, to not put regulations in place to protect people, but then they're also making the argument, well, there's the threat of the lawsuit. So, so they're not going to act badly because they have the threats of a lawsuit, but then the same conservatives come on the other end and be like, well, but when you bring a lawsuit, you can't sue over these certain things. And that of course ignores the, the whole, the reality of, of corporations in general, which is that, all these rich CEOs get all their money out of the corporations already. Like they've already made their millions. So if the corporation happens to fold and die, then they've already made their money. So they don't care. They, they basically, that, that's what many people, you know, that's what many people do, even with, even without causing harm to individuals, you know, like the Macondo oil rig explosion that happened in the Gulf where uh, it was shown that, all of these oil companies use the same dead person as their emergency contact and all of these, um, and they, uh, all, all they had to do was put in like a, like a, I think a, maybe a $250,000 or something regulator that would have triggered and prevented the, uh, the, the explosion from taking place, but they chose to not do that. And because they chose not to do that, you know, 11 people died and it was costs that took place, you know, to, to the seafood industry in the Gulf. Um, and, you know, they had to shut down drilling until we could confirm that they were operating in a reasonably safe and responsible way. But they're like, well, you can't do that. Well, yeah, you can, because all of y'all have proven yourselves to be unsafe, to be uh, operating in a way that's harmful to people. Um, but again, we have these, these conservatives who are always out to protect uh, big businesses. And again, they want to protect the businesses. They might be like, well, let's open everything back up, but let's, but let's let's prevent individuals like employees from suing these businesses, even if they're operating in an unsafe way. And that's, you know, instead of just doing the opposite and be like, you know, let's just make sure that people can stay home so they don't have to put themselves at risk. But at the end of the day, can they the even call themselves conservatives anymore, though? Because they're not really conservative. I mean, if they were really conservative and they were in favor of small government, they'd believe that small government is only necessary when it's necessary and that business should be beneficial and all that jazz. But when they create all these laws and all these fund regulations and they want to do all this stuff, 
it's really costing everyone more money. It's costing them more money. It's causing government to have to be bigger. So it's it's really the antithesis to actual conservatism. It's it's bizarre that they still insist on calling themselves conservatives when they are the antithesis to actual conservatism. It's just bizarre to me. Well, I do believe that you know people like Barry Goldwater would probably be rolling in the graves um, if that's if he was a zombie. Um, but he, uh, you know, though that type of conservatism, and I know I know I had a phone call a conversation with somebody that I know who is a self-described conservative who, but he also um, thinks that certain like he would he would actually think that Medicare for all if if, if it would save people money and if it would be a more effective ma- measure of doing things that he would be supportive of it. I'm like, okay, I didn't expect that from you, but um, you know, conservatism, you would think there was a while ago in Louisiana, the, 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 what used to be the longest bridge in the world, which is now still the longest bridge in the world over a single body. Uh, the Pontchartrain express like Pontchartrain expressway um, like Pontchartrain used to be terrible. And you had, you had a group of environmentalists who got together with like your sportsmen and fishermen and huntsmen, like in generally conservative people. And those people came together to try and protect the lake because all it was all about conservation. And so they wanted to, 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 you know, come in and conserve what was going on. So I was, I was impressed that they were able to work together and, and do that. But yeah, I mean, there are many times, I mean, we could spend an entire month worth of shows talking about how, uh, conservatives go against conservatism all day long. You know, they're all about small government except for, you know, regulating a person's right to choose whether or not to have an abortion. They're all about small government until they want to bail out a a, a big bank. You know, they're all about small government until they need to pay off the military contractors uh, as the military industrial complex. Now, I'm not going to say that Democrats also don't, aren't beholden to some military uh, beholden to the military industrial complex. Probably one of the reasons I can never get elected is because I'm fully support reducing that because I mean, there's no reason why we need to be buying tanks and planes uh, that the military doesn't even want. And I don't, I don't understand how any conservative would be like, yeah, let's, let's buy these tanks and planes um, from, you know, Boeing or whoever else, Lockheed. Oh, your audio cut out. Uh, am I am I still am I not there still? Can you hear me? Well, you're there. You're just you went very quiet. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand why. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why. Maybe 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 whoever's in charge of making tanks didn't want me saying what their names were. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just don't understand why why they would be supportive of it. You would think that they would be happy cutting thought, but. You know, if you cut anything from the military, you're somehow anti-military, anti-troops, anti-freedom, anti-whatever, you know, because they're hypocrites. It's the X-Files um, conundrum. Yeah. Um, so the, the writers of the X-Files back in the 90s, they, the military was the bad guy. And it was okay to have the military and the government to be the bad guy. And then the military spent tons of money around the same time. Uh, putting their shows on in the uh, in the sports and all that stuff. That's when they added the national anthem to football and baseball. I mean, uh, not right. national. They already had that, but having the the the, uh, the the players come out of the board as well. 
So there was this huge, huge, massive push. And in video games, I'm a huge player of video games. I won't call myself a gamer anymore because the heck with that toxic crowd, but I do play <laughs> games. But, um, like, they started paying Call of Duty. They started paying Call of Duty to use actual military weapons and stuff like that to make the military look cool and then add right. military things. So there's this whole push to be pro-military. But when they made the, the follow-up X-Files movie and having the military be the bad guys, it, like, it kind of got a lot of, like, cringe from the audience because, like, what, what are you doing criticizing the, the military? And then when they were talking about a revival series, which I don't know if they eventually did or not, but the director, can't think of his name right now, brain fart, was saying the problem with the X-Files today is you can't have the military as the bad guys. Like, no matter what you do, you just, you're just not allowed. It's the same, like, even Democrats who were, like, opposed to the military, people who criticized Bernie for voting for military things, it's like, well, he would get voted out if he voted against anything military. It's like, you got to pick the battles, um, right. unfortunately. And they're just, they're just afraid to say no. They don't be the one to be the one senator or, or governor or congressman or whoever that said, now nah, we got to cut the budget. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and yeah. you do have to pick your battles. I mean, I I, I often quote uh, Obama uh, when he uh, says, "You can't let the perfect be the enemy of the good." Sometimes I paraphrase it as like, "Don't let the perfect, don't let your perfect be uh, the enemy of the good," because everyone's perfect is probably different. But you know, the good, you know, what what's good for everybody might have more universal appeal. But let me go ahead and take the uh, final commercial break. Um, you know, then we'll talk about the one last issue I did want to talk about um, and uh, take your calls as well. 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say. Sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. 
not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Do you want to put some money away for holiday gifts or just create a separate account to save money for a rainy day? Do you want to get a savings bonus every month for money deposited? Do you want the chance to earn up to $10 million simply by depositing money into an FDIC-insured bank? Then open a Yada account and use code LIBERALDAN, make a deposit, and you can get 100 free tickets for next week's jackpot. Each deposit can earn you extra tickets as well. And I've made it easy for you. Just go to yotta.liberaldan.com and sign up. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan dot com. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. Again, this is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. I typically go to 9 my time, but we can, you know, I'll probably go a little bit, at least a little bit over this week um, because we got Deminox on and we can, uh, you know, I do want to give enough time to this last topic uh, before uh, hanging up. But, of course, if you have anything you want to talk about as well, you can feel free to to add to what you what we're what we're adding, add it to the buffet, if you will. Um, just you know, although the idea of a buffet uh, after COVID has kind of turned into a oh my god, I, will we ever have that thing again? So, but the one thing I want to talk I about, not. I'm like Monk. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some you know like the idea, the idea of right now of me going to buffet is like ugh, but I do want to go and 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 so Shamey hasn't. I guess he's sleeping right now. Um, but I've told uh, Nimbus Yosh, the host of the most of the Percy podcast. Um, I have told, oh, speaking of which, if you do have a commercial that you want me to play for your podcast, make sure that I get it so I can add that into the ad rotation. Um, but I, I've talked, spoken about going to, with Don to the, um, to there's a, there's a all you can eat sushi place. That's not a buffet. You just fill out your forms and they bring it to you, which I guess is safer in the, in the long term. I'm not going out to eat anywhere at the moment, uh, but I have wanted to bring him to that. So, um, 
you know, hopefully at some point when people start stop being stupid, um, which is probably going to require, unfortunately, a lot more COVID deaths. Um, I'm sorry. I just, people stop being stupid. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, I'm fooling you, myself. You kill me. I know. I should try to bring humor to the podcast, you know. Um, yeah. But um, one thing that's not funny or serious or and it's very serious uh, is what's going on. What went on yesterday in Florida? Um, if you go, you, you can go to her Twitter account. It's Rebecca Jones. Everybody doesn't. Re- Rebecca Jones was working for the state of Florida uh, as, Ooh, as a data yeah, expert. Yeah, as a data expert, they wanted her to finagle the numbers in such a way to make Florida look better. She refused to do so. She left. She found her own website and started reporting on the numbers in Florida, uh, which are based <laughs> off of publicly available, um, I guess, data draws that you can get. Um, her, her Twitter account is Geo Rebecca, and it's Rebecca with a K um, and an A-H. But if you just go to Liberal Day and Radio, I retweeted it and then responded to it. So you can see, you can, you can go that way. That might be the easier way to get there. Um, but the uh, her house was raided. Uh, there was they took all of her hardware and tech, uh, serving a warrant on her computer after the uh, DOH filed a complaint. Um, they had their guns drawn. Her kids were home, and you could see her you know, opening the door with her hands raised, and they kind of force her out of the house. But then they still have their guns drawn, and they go looking for the kids with guns drawn. At which point she yells at them to, to don't point guns at my kids, which you shouldn't have to tell anybody this. And this is the reason why you police officers have such a bad, uh, bad uh, look. Well, the optics of policing has become terrible because of things like this. And uh, I mean, if, if, if Rebecca Jones is black, the whole family would probably be dead at this point, you know. So there's that. At least she benefited from the fact that she that she wasn't shot on sight as they were coming in. You know, like what happened um, during many other cases where police officers, like Breonna Taylor, um, where police come in and and just start firing at will blindly into a into an apartment. Um, but the new information tonight, or from last night, I should say, uh, that I also retweeted was that the judge who signed the order. Uh, at, to search the house was appointed by Governor DeSantis was sworn in less than a month before he signed the warrant and it was done in civil court he's not even a criminal court judge and it was one of his first actions as judge so it's almost like this person was appointed specifically to target Rebecca Jones um, let's see now this is the same state where they made it illegal for there any body of government to mention the word climate change as well I mean, I think they made it against policy. I think they should. I mean, I think nationally, yeah. uh, they wanted they wanted government, but I'm sure they also probably did that because DeSantis is just uh, mini Trump wannabe. I used to argue that DeSantis and Kemp probably fought for that title of wanting to be uh, like the next Trump. Uh, to my shock and amazement, uh, Governor Kemp from Georgia told the legislators in his state that it is their constitutional duty to not go against the will of the people and to support the fact that, you know, the electoral college votes for the state of Georgia should be going to Joe Biden. And I was 
amazed that he said that. Of course, that just makes Kemp be more likely to be attacked by uh, uh, Trump. Uh, so, but you know, I wonder if he would have said that if Trump wasn't insulting him left and right, right before calling him and begging him to do that. I don't know. I mean, there are plenty of people. You know, conservatives like to use the word "cuck" uh, to uh, describe uh, people who are, you know, who are, you know conservatives but like not really like like kind of the republican the rhinos the republicans in name only like the to to show signs of quote weakness like is they view you know someone who's being quote cucked uh they're very they're very into some sneaky stuff with that word almost like they're projecting something maybe uh, that, that's mark? my thought they, they, they know a little bit too much about cuckoldry in order, especially for, for the, where they have a Wall Street bull, quote unquote, bending over the Statue of Liberty, which they quote <laughs> love as if they were married to the Constitution. So you've got the Wall Street bull who's like, you know, screwing the Constitution, their married love in front of them. Mm. Projection. I, 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 I did. I do wish we had Percy, you know, the, the Nimbus Yosh on the show right now because. The, the topic of sexual things are, are his forte for, you know, going into those topics. And I think he, I didn't listen to his latest episode, so I need to do that uh, at some point after I make my three, four videos that I'm trying to make put out in the next day or two. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the idea that, you know, to me, like what Ted Cruz did and how he was completely – just humiliated, you know, by Trump in his whole, you know, well, Ted Cruz's father is, you know, you know, you know, Zodiac killer. All the all the comments are made by Ted Cruz's father, and then <laughs> Ted Cruz became absolutely subservient to Trump. That's just like, I mean, how how more cucky can you be than Ted Cruz? Well, the when Trump's gone, I mean, I feel like the damage is not done, but in a different way as well. They're not afraid of Trump. They were afraid of his supporters. I feel like Ted Cruz wasn't bending over to Trump himself so much as he was bending over for the Trump base that he is part of. I guess, but I'm just shocked that, you know, after what he said at the convention, for him to go from that yeah. at the GOP convention in 2016 to, to where he is now, yeah. uh, he's... Yeah, he's definitely afraid of somebody. That's that's he's definitely yeah, submitting to somebody. Be that uh, Trump in and of itself, or Trump in and of itself that he had Trump has all these supporters behind him, one or the other. It, it's still kind of him being submissive to the whole uh, Trumpian point of view, so to speak, which may Can live I, on. Um, hmm? Could I interject? Hi, um. Uh... Sure. What are you you're, you're, by here? You're, you're, you're the girlfriend. You're my girlfriend. Yeah. Long time um, girlfriend. Yeah. I'm, I'm Gabrielle. Hi. Hi, Gabrielle. I heard you watch one of my I heard you watch one of my TikToks several times about the picture. I, I, I appreciate love, that. I love your voice. It is Thank marvelous. You. And that <laughs> you actually speak uh, common sense and are rational. I mean, it's just wonderful. Um, can I put I that in? Can I, can I capture that and put that in a commercial? You're like he has oh, a great absolutely. voice. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Although, <laughs> all right. Although how sad because I feel like that is a really low bar. <laughs> it's it's in the country the way it is now. Say, it's what uh, we wait. need. We just need uh, rational common sense. 
at least you're – well, I don't think it's common anymore. I have a problem calling it common sense because it's, it's, it's the common commonality of it has gone way mm-hmm. out the window. Um, but at mm-hmm. least you're saying I have a good voice for radio and not a face for radio because that would be – yeah. <laughs> Because I, I know people that have a good voice for print, and that's an issue. I, I, will, <laughs> I will not disparage your luck. Hey, I work okay. in print, so careful now. Mm. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is uh, I think what you're, we're seeing is the Republicans closing ranks. It's, they're still a party of loyalty. So Trump was in when Ted Cruz suddenly turned. You know, uh, He came in in the Tea Party. But uh, it had all these radical, amazing ideas, and he turned head. But then he was kind of uh, brought in under the Republican wing when he realized nothing was going to change outside of the party. And then Trump was in with the party. The Republicans are like, yeah, we're, we're going to listen to this guy. We're going to follow suit. We're winning. But the moment Trump starts doing something so blatantly, uh, just like full dictator, it's, they had to make a decision. And now Trump's out. So you have, was it Kent? He's, yeah. he's following party instead of Trump is out. The Republicans are done with him. But still party. party Well, I don't know if the Republicans are done with Trump yet. (laughs) Simply because of the fact that you you have 17 attorneys general that are Republicans attorneys general who are backing. Yeah, they will take what they can get from him. Uh, Look at all the judges he's still uh, getting through. But they're not going to put themselves on the line and diminish what their party supposedly stands for. I mean, they stand for nothing, but how they appear. They stand for money. Yeah. And and yeah. and and, and, and Jesus. Yeah. Money. <laughs> well, white. No, they stand for white Jesus. They don't stand for Jesus in yeah, well, yeah, white like, Jesus. Which is, I'm a Jew. Even I'm, more fictional and I, and than regular Jesus. That they don't stand for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Regular Jesus would not be white. Still fictional, right. uh, but would not be white. White Jesus is like the ultimate fiction. It's just, it's insane. It's like crazy, weird, twisted fan fiction. I, 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 I believe in Tolkienism. Frodo went I to Valinor for your sins. I have said that. Sorry. I have said before, and I'm surprised that I haven't got smacked down more for it. But I've said that Christianity is like fan fiction. It's like Jew- Jewish fan fiction. Like they take the original book no, and then they is. write their own book Which based is all off cool of it. Things out of the out of, out of your book, and then we right. like kind of fanfic it and uh, made it slightly, I don't know, dumber. <laughs> Well, it's just like, you know, <laughs> kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey is uh, Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, except, we, you know, our fanfic isn't sexy. I wouldn't say our. I mean, I was raised Catholic, but that's why I'm not oh, Catholic. Honey, that's saying it's sexy. Come on. They don't even understand. Guilt, honey. It's guilt. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, we digress. You were saying a thing, and uh, what? Listeners, people, uh, patron, if I'm a patron, you can do it too. I don't make no money, all right? And I can afford a patron, so you <laughs> go on the liberal band patron and patronize him. Ah, oh, that didn't come out right. You know <laughs> yes, what I mean. patronize me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you pay him 10 bucks a month, you can patronize him too. Yes, you can patron, yeah. I, I will do a lot for – if I could get 1,000 people to give me 10 bucks a month, y'all can patronize me all you want. I can now do – I'll be able to do this full time. I don't have to worry about anything else. But, you know. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. What, what – well, let me let uh, – he has to He has to say something about that first. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, 
we're not there yet, unfortunately. So, um, so and was it Michelle? Gabrielle. Right. Gabrielle. Gabrielle. I'm sorry. It's just, it takes me usually twice to hear a. It takes me twice to hear a name to get it right. So Gabrielle, perfect. Uh, but thank you for joining it in the conversation. It's nice to have multiple people on the air. Um, anything yeah, else you all want to talk about before I go ahead and call this one a night? What? No. Anybody? Anything you all want to talk about? Hello, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, I just, uh, it, it blipped up for a little bit. So it wasn't your phone, by the way. It was my phone that the volume went down on the. Uh, it just turned off speaker for whatever reason, because reason. Nice question mark. Well, my phone. They decided that in the middle of a phone call where I needed to access things on my phone too, while I was on the phone conversation, it just said it didn't want to unlock during the entirety of the conversation, and I was very annoyed mm-hmm. at that. But so you know, mm. it's 2020, and we can't get you know working phones, and it's mine's a new phone too, so. But anything else you all want to talk about before we go ahead and wrap this up for the day? I was okay, curious. Did you hear any more information of that Florida case? Are they saying anything about legal action she can take, or is it just too early? I've been checking out her Twitter page, and I have not seen anything. Like, she wasn't um, – she wasn't, like, arrested in and of itself. Because this is a civil case. It's right. not a criminal case. So uh, she wasn't arrested – um, yeah, they took our guns for a civil, I guess, because they, they still needed to. I mean, the, it's usually conservatives that talk about, you know, government thugs trying to take your, you know, using the force. And they usually talk mm-hmm. that way about taxes. You know, that's why they don't like taxes, because uh, especially libertarian type conservatives. Oh, you're going to you're 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 taking our money. Taxation is theft so because you're using the threat of guns to steal our money. Um, but nobody's going to pop in and talk about this, about the using of guns to take her computer equipment uh, so they can look I and believe see what... I'm, I'm going to channel the spirit of Nimbi Yosh, the host of the most, and I'm going to yes. say something that he would say to this. Yeah. And that is hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Yes, absolutely. The, uh, the, 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 the host of, that is why he is the host with the most, Nimbi Yosh. Um, yeah, the host is um, the most not calling in today. Well, I mean, I think he, I think he does sleep. But I think the only time that he has ever called in is when I've had to delay my podcast by a couple of hours in order to, uh, in order to, uh, you know, because of a power outage, so to speak, or maybe I was covering something live and like, you know, a live reaction to the Republican convention, or when we had that drunk woman call in from Pennsylvania, that was. Weird. Oh, I heard that. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like our, our our first full liberal van episode together in the car with the drunk woman yeah. calling in. That was great. Yeah. That's, I mean, as as you know, went, wearing a mask is totally Nazi. like wearing a concentration camp thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wearing a Gold Star David. Uh, I should probably, maybe I should do that. I should just sell Gold Star David masks and be like, you know, happy Hanukkah, everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> put liberal Dan radio on the bottom yeah. of it just to, just to troll. Be like, what? Uh, but yeah. Then of course you do have there is there is the, my favorite story. I want to say the people of Denmark, the non-Jewish people in Denmark who also wore uh, stars of David on, so the Nazis couldn't tell who were, who was a Jew and who wasn't. So, oh, wow. but that's 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 hmm. that's the kind of stories you like to hear. But you know, hmm. but yeah, we're wearing yeah. the whole forcing somebody to stay home and watch Netflix is such the same thing as you know, sending them off to a camp. 
That's the you know one thing. You know what's fascinating about her? She was hmm. self-aware enough to realize she was completely sociopathic about her ideas about COVID, yet she didn't want to be self-aware. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's like there's one tag group that I have a member of on Facebook where it's like conservatives almost getting to the point. Like they, they make the argument and you're like, how do you not see where you're, you're just, you're almost there, but you're just, like you're just of, right around the corner. Just take, just yeah. take it a little bit further and realize that Star Trek is not for you. Yeah. Well, you know, the problem is, is that they're almost there, but then they'd have to take a left. And so, oh, and yeah. they just, they, they'll just make three rights to get on the freeway instead of taking a left. Um, but so the narrative the, isn't that they're the hero at the end. They can't see. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But no, you have, what was it? I've been getting to the point where I, instead of okay, boomer, like that, that was a big thing earlier on in the year. Um, instead of doing mm-hmm. okay, boomer, like whenever I, I come in contact on Facebook or whatever, somebody who is just a science denier, I'm just like, okay, lemming. Because if they want to call us sheep for <laughs> listening to science, I'm going to call them a lemming because they're just going to go right off the cliff uh, and, and follow whoever is leading them that way. So um, I just like, what was it? You, you know, you found the person who cheated uh, to pass high school science when they start a sentence with, if maths work, you know, <laughs> that's how you know that you found the person that... That. And I think the problem is they never should have said that masks were to protect other people. Because when they said masks were just for yourself, people were like, okay, maybe I should wear the mask. Oh, the second, they were like, masks are for other people. Well, then that's a violation of my rights. You can't have me caring about <laughs> other people. I'm a Christian. Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I digress. Uh, I, I don't want to hold you up anymore. I just wanted to call in because it's my vacation, and I'm not too exhausted to call in for a change. I usually have to listen yeah. to because, yeah. But I'm essential, so I took a week off because the heck with y'all. <laughs> awesome. Anyways, but thank yeah. y'all both for listening and for calling in. I do appreciate yeah. it. Um, and thank you for I, having you know, podcast. Oh, being a voice I, of sanity. There was there was a point I think I, I remember, it came up in my memories recently a couple years back where I was just ready to just hang it up and somebody's like no you have to keep doing it because what you're saying and doing is important and it'll catch on eventually and I'm like yeah. okay okay I'll I'll do it then so it, it 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 does while I'm not you know making this making enough with this at the moment to where I'm you know able to make this a living it, it does when I hear people like yourself say that to me and say that I'm doing the good thing, it, it does make it worthwhile spiritually, at least for me to, to me to hear that, to understand. And even just to hear the fact that, you know, uh, people do sing my parodies uh, on their own private yeah, time. Actually, there, there is one more thing I would like to add to the show, actually, um, before you go. And that's uh-huh. here the fight back on the show. That is called Liberal Dan Radio. He'll wait, hold, fight wait, back wait, on the air. Call him up and show him that he'll fight back on the show. That I, I is called that. Liberal <laughs> Dan Radio. He'll fight. It's like I always have yep. that now. It, I love that. Well, I mean, I don't know how much of the next parody that y'all will get or whatever. There's, there's some of it that's definitely you need a knowledge of the, of the story of Hanukkah to be able to understand some of it. Um, 
but hopefully that one, if that one doesn't bring you the same amount of joy that, that my, that Wolf on Bagwin, hopefully uh, the what comes next parody, which should be out next week. will will do the same thing. I, so. I think it's going to have to, because in the meantime, in my head, all I got now is la da 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 I'm sorry. I'll stop now. No, I love uh, that's it. a it lie. I won't. Once I hang I'll up, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll keep singing it all night long. Just ask her. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and hell, ask my boss. I won't shut up. <laughs> well, but the more people all singing right. liberal band parodies, the better. So, um, yeah. but again, that's thank you both needs. again for for calling in, for joining us, and for and for you know letting me know that y'all enjoy the show. It makes it that much more worthwhile yeah. for me to do. Um, and I do want to. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great one. All right, later. Bye. And that was uh, Demonox from the world according to Knox, and of course the first ever liberal Dan Patreon. I uh, do appreciate him calling in and the support that he gives uh, the podcast. I do want to give another shout out to um, uh, my the second Patreon as well, Cesar out in California. Uh, thank you as well for supporting the show. I appreciate that as well. And I always listen to the host of the Most Ambitious with the Percy Podcast. Unfortunately, we did not get Voltron form today. At some point in the future, we will. Um, but that is the end for the, this week's episode. If I can find the ending clip, yeah, that that'd be helpful. Would <laughs> normally uh, I'm going to just give a little little background into the show. Normally, when I have the show prepped. I take all, I have this little thing on the side and I have all of the clips that I might want and I drag them all to the top so that I don't have to go searching for them. And now of course I couldn't find the one that I was searching for. Um, but I haven't, I, I now have found what I was looking for. Like you two said, um, anyway, this is the end of this week's episode of liberal day and radio talk from the left. That's right. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with perhaps a previous guest coming back onto the show as well. Uh, take your calls as well. Until then, um, go to liberaldan.com to find all the places you can find Liberal Dan online. Uh, make sure to subscribe to Liberal Dan Radio on uh, YouTube, Twitter, Liberal Dan on Facebook, uh, patreon.com slash Liberal Dan as well. Again, until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk for the last. That's right. Da 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 Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.